We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Right, let's uh, turn our attention to the University of Miami men's basketball. Associated Coach Chris Caputo is with us. Chris, good evening. How are you doing tonight? Hey, Joe. Good evening. I'm good. All right. Thanks for being with us. Okay. Uh, we come back from uh, the Charleston tournament. 1-1 loss to play three really good teams, Missouri State, Florida, and UConn. Uh, so the bad news is you come back under 500 on the in terms of one and two. The good news is uh, your team got some really good experience, played three high-level teams. Yeah, well, you know, obviously disappointed in, uh, you know, probably the, the last 50 minutes, uh, you know, of the tournament. I thought we played Florida to, uh, you know, a standstill probably, I don't know, about 13 minutes left in the game. Uh, but, you know, I, I think the growing pains that are going to happen for us are expected with um, so many new faces, um, you know, playing a lot of young guys and uh, some inexperience, some guys who have been off, you know, a guy like Cam or Rod who haven't played uh, you know, a year. And so, you know, we're going through it. It's, it's, it's painful, uh, at times, but, uh, again, hopefully that there's growth, uh, after reflection. You know, it's, uh, Cam, you mentioned Cam Augusti and he put together a couple of pretty solid games and maybe, maybe, uh, there's a, uh, maybe he's, uh, figuring it out too now that, Okay, he put together a couple of pretty good games. And now the other team, I thought they paid particular attention to him, uh, the Gators and UConn. I thought they were trying to make it as hard on him as possible. Yeah, they were. And, um, you know, again, I thought he had his moments. Uh, you know, he's starting to shoot, you know, pretty good percentages from, from three uh, and from the free throw line. I'd like to see him a little bit more efficient near the basket. I think he's got a good finishing game. I think, you know, maybe pressed a little bit uh, and took some difficult ones. Uh, but we're trying to get him to, you know, uh, develop uh, and buy into it, you know, kind of a, a becoming a two-way player, you know, mm-hmm. somebody who's uh, very similar to the guys we've had, whether it be, you know, Bruce Brown or Davon Reed or Lonnie Walker or Sheldon McClellan or Durant Scott or Trey McKinney-Jones, uh, Ryan Brown, guys on the wing who, you know, played both sides of the ball, and because of that, they became all conference level players and, and NBA players. Some of them. So that's you know our our task with Cam, and, and he's he's a great guy. Uh, and he worked his tail off in the off season. Uh, he's very motivated. He's very curious. He wants to be a good player, uh, and, and we're just you know hopefully uh, you know for him the rhythm of not playing I think was a little bit of a factor, and it has been a factor. That he's just starting to you know, kind of get that figured out again. This tournament, this Charleston tournament, Charleston Classic, turned out to be a heck of a tournament for college basketball. Um, You had high-level games. uh, Xavier and UConn played a double overtime game on Friday night. Yeah, great game. And then the championship game, Florida Florida Xavier, uh, Florida got a 17-point lead. That turned out to be a heck of a game. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously some really good programs uh, <clears throat> with a lot of uh, winning experience. I think a, a program like UConn, who's, uh, you know, on the rise, uh, like to think that we're, you know, working our way back to where we were. Uh, Missouri State obviously uh, uh, picked to win the Missouri Valley, which was, you know, a very good win for us. And then, uh, you know, teams like Towson and Buffalo will be towards the top of their uh, league and, and a team like St. Joe's had a great win against uh, UConn uh, early in the season. Yeah, St. Joe's was in the tournament. They got blank. They they didn't win a game, but uh, they could be a factor uh, this year. Okay, so you come back from this. Uh, I guess you get back to work this week. Today's Tuesday. We back on pra- on the practice floor today. Yeah, think- we practiced today, and you know it was one of our more spirited practices. Uh, you know, big emphasis on. You know some of the things that we need to improve upon. You know, I think when you play Joe, you know, three games in four days is really not much time to even really prepare for the opponent because you know there's not much practice time, or you know, you're trying to you know factor in how much energy we're going to have. You know, you can give it a great effort in a shoot around the day of the game, but uh, with that type of turnaround for those games, it's it's very difficult to prepare properly for games two and three. And now with a week off, um, you know, our focus will be more on us earlier in the week prior to uh, the Illinois game, even though, you know, we know how good Illinois is. But we've got some things that that we've got to get better at. And as we get, you know, kind of into the end of the week, uh, that's when we'll really focus on Illinois. Yeah, I think one of the things that is is jumping out, coaches, as uh, Coach Ellis, as you have, uh, been emphasizing defense and I think one of the, the, the areas that uh, has hurt you a little bit has been on the defensive end in terms of trying to get multiple stops. Uh, and both Florida and, and UConn were able to generate runs, significant runs. Is that an area where you you continue to, to focus on in terms of not only defense but also to try to get you – know, Xavier calls them the kills uh, – to, to be able right, to stop three us. Three stops in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we chart that, obviously, and, you know, the numbers, as we say, you know, six, uh, you know, kills, three stops in a row, you, know, you got a very good chance to win. Seven, I mean, it's almost guaranteed, you you know, you'll you'll win. Uh, and there's very rare occurrences where you get over seven, uh, you know, and you don't win the ball game. So, yeah, it's super important. I mean, again, Joe, you've been with us the whole time. You know, our identity uh, was that of a two-way program you know one that played both offense and defense uh and was very balanced uh, at times you know we were one of the two or three better defensive teams in the league and you know really dating back to um you know when bruce got hurt uh february 1st um i guess it was 2018 uh, you know prior to that at one point that december of 17 we were the number one defensive team in the country right uh po- points per possession and uh, but you know you look on the floor and you have you know veteran guys defensive mindset and so that, that's changed a little bit you know one last year with uh, you know kind of personnel plus the uh, you know the depth issues that we had uh, but uh, we're trying to build towards that going forward uh, to get back to where we were but it, you know quite frankly it's going to take some time and you know some of it is the growth of our young guys. Uh, some of it will be, you know, the Nasir Brooks and the Matt Crosses of the world when they uh, come into the program, amongst others, and and uh, you know, building some depth, building some tough, 
toughness be, being a little bit older, a little bit more athletic. Even a guy like Dang, who, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, he, he's able to get his feet underneath him here finally and uh, is able to, you know, affect shots at the rim, become a, you know, more uh, polished shot blocker. All those things will factor into, you know, getting back to where we were defensively. But certainly we're not there yet. And, you know, it's something we're emphasizing every day. Yeah. Well, I think you make a very uh, salient point here. Probably applies to a lot of sports. Uh, you are number one defensively. The only thing that has changed, what ha- uh, the teaching hasn't changed, the coaching hasn't changed, the philosophy hasn't changed. What changed was a lot of personnel. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, the youth, um, you know, and, uh, you know, a little bit last year of, you know, just really trying to stay out of foul trouble. It's 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 hard to be a great defensive team when you're you know you're playing one center, two you know forwards, and and three or four guards. Uh, you know, it's just difficult. So we're getting back to having a little bit more athleticism, having a little bit more positional size uh, and versatility, and you know some of that's young, and some of that's sitting out, and some of that's coming in. And when that all comes together, I think you know we'll be right back to where we were. I watched uh, the practice the other day, and Keith Stone went at it pretty good. Are you optimistic that he'll be able to contribute in the near future? Yeah, yeah, we, we, we feel good about that. Uh, you know, we're excited about, you know, him, uh, you know, when he gets back. You know, not 100% sure on that, but, uh, you know, uh, I think he gives us, you know, in the short term, uh, a guy who's experienced, uh, who has some versatility in the front court. Uh, who shows some shooting range in the front court, all those things that we don't really ha- necessarily have right now. And so, you know, it's not like we want to put a lot of pressure on Keith as hey, you're the savior for us. But right. what he can do is, uh, you know, provide us some things that we don't have experience, size and strength and shooting uh, prowess in the front court. And, you know, we'll have three seasons, right? We'll have the season without him. We'll have a season where he's just getting himself back and getting his feet wet and, and trying to get his rhythm back. And then, you know, hopefully there'll be a season of many, many games where, you know, we have then a full complement, including Keith, at a, you know, with, you know, healthy and fully engaged. And then, you know, that'll be interesting to see what we could do uh, as a group there. Yeah, I, I watch him. He's, he's, he's uh, obviously new to the team. He's a transfer in. And uh, I think he's very excited uh, to get back out on the floor. And as I watch him, I, I feel like he's absorbing a lot of information that he he watches very closely and seems to absorb it. And he's just waiting for that opportunity to be able to to play. Yeah, super. You know, uh, high level uh, habits he's formed. You know, that's a credit to him and you know the programs he's been in. I mean, he's got great habits. He uh, is a you know very very uh, mobile guy for a guy his size. You know you kind of look at him and you look at his legs and, and how big he is, and you think, man, you know, can this guy move? And then you watch him, and man, he 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 really can move well. He'd probably be a really good tight end for <laughs> any football team. <laughs> but uh, he's uh, he, he's gotten in better shape. I, mean, I think that was one of the things with you know his injury is is trying to stay in as best shape you can when you're not mobile. And, you know, when we got him, uh, you know, he kind of was out of the program in Florida. Not, you know, not not as if he got kicked off the team or anything, but just when he informed them that he was going to transfer, you know, there were months where he's sort of working on his own to rehab and 
you know, not with the program, understandably. And so, you know, for us, it was a lot of catch-up once he got here uh, to be able to, you know, become a graduate. He needed to actually finish some grad classes in the summer. So, you know, we only got him, you know, second summer session. And then, you know, he's at this deficit that we needed to uh, to work through in, in our training staff. And the strength staff has done a great job with that. But, you know, we're really excited about him. And I think our guys are excited about him. They kind of know that, you know, we're really short uh, a body in the front court. And Keith can, can do a number of different things, we think, for us. Uh, the ACC Big Ten Challenge is coming up on Monday night. Uh, the Hurricanes are going to go up against Illinois. One of Miami's great wins of all time in basketball history was against Illinois in Austin, Texas, to get to the Sweet 16. The Duran Scott, yeah. Kenny Kaji, uh, Shane Larkin team. That was one of the great games, a hell of a game. Shane Larkin hit a big step back three from the right wing. Uh, I, can I think re- Ryan Brown hit a big one, too, yeah. in front of our bench, if I, I remember. I think you're right. Yes, he did. And uh, so you're going to play Illinois. What, what's the challenge there? What, what do they bring to the table? Well, you know, I always say that the basketball gods are are always uh, they're always working, you know. And you know, we've really got to be better as a defensive rebounding team. There's no secret. Uh, we're playing now the number one offensive rebounding team in the country. <laughs> uh, they they uh, you know they they're getting forty six point six percent of their misses. I you know I can only remember. Uh, Maybe North Carolina, either you they won the national championship or the year before. Uh, you know, I think they were about 44% at that time, and I thought that was outrageous. Uh, so, you know, again, the bag is joking, kind of the basketball gods are, hey, you've got something to work on. Well, here, let, let's give you the hardest possible opponent to play in that area. So, uh, obviously, a, a talented program, very well coached by Brad Underwood. Uh, who's got some Florida ties. He was the head coach at uh, uh, Daytona Community College at one time and uh, has been has been a very good coach for a long time. Uh, they are coming off two disappointing seasons, uh, but, you know, they were building sort of towards this moment where they felt like they could be an NCAA tournament uh, contender. And so, you know, they've got a, a very good freshman in Kofi Kuyper, and they've got a number of good returning players uh that uh, you know, Ao Desoma is his name. You know, he's from Chicago, really good guard. Uh, and then again, you know, a couple other really nice pieces and you know, returning players. So, very very difficult environment to play in. There'll be fourteen or fifteen thousand people in that place. It'll be jumping, uh, and yet, you know, a great opportunity for us to. Uh, to kind of rebound off the uh, Charleston tournament. Yeah, okay, very good. By the way, my flight back, I had lots of basketball talk. Scotty Howard and Buzz Peterson. Oh, those are two of my two of my favorite people uh, in, in the game. Uh, I didn't, was Buzz coming back tomorrow? Oh, I guess because Charlotte was playing here, right? Yeah, Buzz was headed to, to watch, my, uh, watch Charlotte play. Yeah, yeah. Yep, Scotty yep. was making a pit stop and then going on to Cancun for the tournament in uh, Mexico. No, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. He's got he's got all those frequent flyer miles dating back to his time as uh, that's right as a Miami assistant. Yeah, you know? yep. All right. Well, thank you for joining us here tonight. Uh, uh, we'll see you on Sunday on the airplane, and have a happy Thanksgiving to you uh, and your and your three girls. No, I appreciate Joe. You too, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and all the Hurricane fans. All right, Chris. Thanks a lot. Take care. Thank you. All right. That's uh, University of Miami associate head coach Chris Caputo. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.